0: Oh daughters of Zion. own
1: It's Aisha here from God.fm, and I'm doing a Bible study today on the book of Joel. So if you want to maybe go and make a cup of tea and um, you know, get it all ready and then come and have a listen and then we will discuss it after. It's about 12, 12 13 minutes altogether. It's only three um, sections of this book. And so um, I will be playing it in a second. Uh, If you want to find Godfm, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, uh, Apple, Chrome, um, Telegram, uh, Godfm News, Godfm Bible School and Godfm Sermons and God's Homeschool Network. You can email me admin at godfm.org.uk. If you want to join our WhatsApp group, please let me know. Okay, so I'm just about to press play on this section, and I hope you enjoy
0: it. Joel, Joel one. The word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Bethuel.
2: Hear this, you elders, give ear all inhabitants of the land. Has such a thing happened in your days or in the days of your fathers? Tell your children of it and let your children tell their children and their children to another generation. What the cutting locust left, the swarming locust has eaten. What the swarming locust left, the hopping locust has eaten. And what the hopping locust left, the destroying locust has eaten. Awake, you drunkards, and weep and wail, all you drinkers of wine because of the sweet wine, for it is cut off from your mouth. For a nation has come up against my land, powerful and beyond number. Its teeth are lion's teeth, and it has the fangs of a lioness. It has laid waste my vine and splintered my fig tree. It has stripped off their bark and thrown it down. Their branches are made white. Lament, like a virgin wearing sackcloth for the bridegroom of her youth. The grain offering and the drink offering are cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests mourn, the ministers of the Lord. The fields are destroyed, the ground mourns, because the grain is destroyed. The wine dries up, the oil languishes. Be ashamed, O tillers of the soil. Wail, O vine dressers, for the wheat and the barley, because the harvest of the field has perished. The vine dries up, the fig tree languishes. Pomegranate, palm, and apple, all the trees of the field are dried up, and gladness dries up from the children of man. Put on sackcloth and lament. O priests, wail, O ministers of the altar. Go in, pass the night in sackcloth, O ministers of my God, because grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. Consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Alas, for the day, for the day of the Lord is near and as destruction from the Almighty it comes. Is not the food cut off before our eyes, joy and gladness from the house of our God? The siege shrivels under the clods, the storehouses are desolate. The granaries are torn down because the grain has dried up. How the beasts groan! The herds of cattle are perplexed because there is no pasture for them. Even the flocks of sheep suffer. To you, O Lord, I call, for fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness, and flame has burned all the trees of the field. Even the beasts of the field pant for you, because the water brooks are dried up, and fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness. Joel 2 Blow a trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm on my holy mountain. that all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is near, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Like blackness, there is spread upon the mountains a great and powerful people. Their like has never been before, nor will be again after them through the years of all generations. Fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, but behind them a desolate wilderness, and nothing escapes them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses. And like war horses, they run. As with the rumbling of chariots, they leap on the tops of the mountains like the crackling of a flame of fire devouring the stubble, like a powerful army drawn up for battle. Before them, peoples are in anguish. All faces grow pale. Like warriors, they charge. Like soldiers, they scale the wall. They march each on his way. They do not swerve from their paths. They do not jostle one another. Each marches in his path. They burst through the weapons and are not halted. They leap upon the city. They run upon the walls. They climb up into the houses. They enter through the windows like a thief. The earthquakes before them, the heavens tremble. The sun and the moon are darkened and the stars withdraw their shining. The Lord utters his voice before his army for his camp is exceedingly great. He who executes his word is powerful. For the day of the Lord is great and very awesome. Who can endure it? Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent, and leave a blessing behind him? A grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people. Consecrate the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the bridegroom leave his room, and the bride her chamber between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine
0: and oil and you will be satisfied and i will no
2: more make you a reproach among the nations i will remove the northerner far from you and drive him into a parched and desolate land his vanguard into the eastern sea and his rear guard into the western sea a stench and foul smell of him will rise for he has done great things fear not O land be glad and rejoice for the Lord has done great things. Fear not, you beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and vine give their full yield. Be glad, O children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the latter rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain,
0: And that I am the Lord your God, and there is none else. And my people shall never again be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my
2: spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape as the Lord has said and among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. Joel 3 For behold, in those days and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of my people and my heritage Israel, because they have scattered them among the nations, and have divided up my land, and have cast lots for my people, and have traded a boy for a prostitute, and have sold a girl for wine, and have drunk it. What are you to me, O Tyre and Sidon, and all the regions of Philistia? Are you paying me back for something? If you are paying me back, I will return your payment on your own head swiftly and speedily. For you have taken my silver and my gold and have carried my rich treasures into your temples. You have sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem to the Greeks in order to remove them far from their own border. Behold, I will stir them up from the place to which you have sold them, and I will return your payment on your own head. I will sell your sons and your daughters into the hand of the people of Judah, and they will sell them to the Sabaeans, to a nation far away, for the Lord has spoken." Proclaim this among the nations. Consecrate for war, stir up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am a warrior. Hasten and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves there. Bring down your warriors, O Lord. Let the nations stir themselves up and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Go in, tread, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for their evil is great. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon are darkened, and the stars withdraw their shining. The Lord roars from Zion, and utters his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth quake. But the Lord is a refuge to his people, a stronghold to the people of Israel. So you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who dwells
0: in Zion, my holy mountain. And Jerusalem shall be holy,
2: and strangers shall never again pass through it. And in that day the mountains shall drip sweet wine, and the hills shall flow with milk, and all the stream beds of Judah shall flow with water. And a fountain shall come forth from the house of the Lord and water the valley of Shittim. Egypt shall become a desolation, and Edom a desolate wilderness, for the violence done to the people of Judah, because they have shed innocent blood in their land. But Judah shall be inhabited forever, and Jerusalem to all generations. I will avenge their blood, blood I have not avenged, for the Lord dwells in Zion.
1: Well, that was very good. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's from Aisha again from God FM. And so, what have we got from this? There's going to be some, (laughs) some ups and downs, there is, but we have got a light at the end of this tunnel and we have got the glory of the Lord to look forward to and it doesn't matter who you are in the world or where you are, what you're going through, nothing else matters but your relationship with the Lord at a one-to-one level which is why Jesus came here and died on the cross for our sins. Because in the old days we had to go through the priests. And I know I always talk about this, but it's so important. We want Jesus to turn around and say, I did know you. We don't want him to turn around and say, I never knew you. And I believe a relationship takes two. So this is a call to just... Really have a good look at yourself and go through your Bible. Get up close and personal with the Lord. Get rid of any of your baggage, any unforgiveness. We need to be pleasing to the Father. And if you notice... All people have visions and dreams, even the servants. And so it's quite incredible, and that's happening, isn't it? I mean, we're seeing all of this unfold before our eyes. And I think that the Lord saves the best till last. He, um, let's put it this way, he tells us, That your name is permanently engraved into the palm of His hand. What does that mean? It means that the Lord has a purpose for you, a, a blueprint on your life. And I think it's about being ready, like He says, and trying to make sure that you've got your house in order. So... Basically, I think also that the earth is an anagram for the heart. And this is a test here, but also when Jesus talks about things, he refers to the, the land being a farm for the Lord. And, but also, we don't have the right to do anything with our bodies and souls. They belong to the Lord. So this is another thing I wanted to bring up because it is written and it is the word and the Lord is the word in heaven and the word in the Bible and the word in the flesh and the spirit is poured out so that we all are joined together. Because he's redeemed us already and the blood of Christ has redeemed us, we have assurance in our salvation if we believe. It's about believing and having faith and being sure and confident of the Lord. Because like it says in Esther, perhaps you were born for just such a time as this. And um, many people are struggling to know how to navigate things. Even I have said to the Lord, you know, well, what am I meant to be doing? <laughs> and there's many people making claims that they are um, something within the Bible, uh, uh, you know, a bell ringer or whatever, or a prophet. See, I don't believe there's going to be any prophets because it doesn't tell me that in the Bible. But I do know that the Spirit has poured on all of us. And it's and it's quite incredible. And uh, basically, it's got to happen according to the will and the word of the Father. We've got also an inheritance to claim. That's going to be quite amazing. We've got the judgments as well, on, on the valley of Jehoshaphat, and. I mean, if you can just close your eyes and just imagine the whole world lining up on the land, all queuing different sections of people, all waiting for judgment. And this is going to be an incredible thing. The sun and the moon being darkened, all as it's written in the Revelation also. And his mountain, Zion. You know, it's, it's very reassuring because no matter how hard it is, nothing really matters in this world. It's all about the spiritual journey and connecting up with the Lord and being ready because you are called for something, but few are chosen. Why I think that is, is because they are not ready. So, where it says, it's a call for repentance and for fasting. And so I think that is important. I think it's important to fast and to praise the Lord, to make sacrifices for the Lord. Now, the word sacrifice is an interesting word because it's a sacrifice, you know, in the old days where we'd sacrifice an animal. But then we've got the sacrifice also where you sacrifice something for something else because you're putting something else above it and you're taking away something that you probably like um, in order for the glory to go to the Father. So i think that's also what it means um but also <laughs> um you know don't forget that the ten commandments still stand because heaven and earth have not passed away so i want to remind you of this what does this mean well i believe that we should be following the ten commandments as much as possible yes we are made of flesh and yes we do sin but jesus has atoned for our sins But once we are reborn, we are meant to change. We're meant to become lights and uh, shining the light of Jesus and a beacon to others. So try and do your little bit, as much as you can. The treasures I think that we're building up are for heaven. Um, And, I mean, the Lord is so very fascinating And mysterious and majestic but the love of the Lord is so amazing Um, and when the judgment day comes and it will very soon we've got to be sure that we're ready because it's too late then to come back and change things so Many are called for different things, I think, also. And it's also about being ready, being meek and humble. But I also think, you know, when Jesus said, I've got two new commandments for you, and that is to love your God above everything. We've got to love the Lord with everything we have. Put him as number one above everything. And... That, in practice, isn't as easy as it sounds, if you think about it. But also, he says to love your brothers and sisters as yourself. And why is this so important to be added into our Ten Commandments? Because they encompass it. Well, because if we're all joined together in the Spirit, And we are the temple, and we are the body of Christ. And Jesus is our head priest. If we have a hand fall out with a foot, we're not going to make it. And we don't want to offend the Holy Spirit either, which is inside our brothers and sisters. And sometimes it's quite hard to identify the true followers of the Lord, isn't it? So my uh, thinking is, if in doubt say not and do not and that has done me well. Treat others as you wish to be treated is another one that I've always thought with even as a child and I think that you can't go wrong with that one. Um But you know the the tongue is an incredible t- mouthpiece. It's a weapon and it can cut so I think always be careful with your tongue. Um, This is a journey of learning and purification. Um, We're taking part in the manifestation of the Spirit, which is the Lord being poured on us all. And when this happens, I think also sometimes people think, well, I'm just so important and special that they let it go to their heads when they get a bit full of pride. And that's a problem too. <laughs> As I was saying, there's some people who claim to be something they're not. And they seem to think that, uh, you know, they are the body. I discussed this yesterday with the man-child company. They seem to think they are christ in the body, terrible mistake to uh, think of something or not, um, <laughs> the road to hell is paved with good intentions and so you know one of the things I do when I pray is that I pray that the Lord will be pleased with me but also I won't embarrass him. When I go around in my everyday, I talk to God, I come talking to you and I tell him what I'm thinking and feeling. Sometimes I feel frightened by people or situations and he always reassures me and gives me the love and fills my cup right up where humans have rejected me, I've found that the Lord has filled my cup. And when this happens, you know, when you've got pain and you hand it to the Lord and you tell him that you can't deal with it, he takes over, gets rid of the pain, fills you right up. And then anyone that was your enemy, you don't feel any hatred to them anymore so interesting and it's so true as well if someone hurts you or does anything towards you it's so true what the bible says pass it to the lord because vengeance is mine says the lord (laughs) and that's so good too because he will deal with these people in his way and you don't have to lower yourself down to go and get revenge you just Pray it to the Lord that he will deal with it. He knows everything that's going on in your enemy's minds and your mind and hearts. And so what he can do is he can confuse the people and scatter them. So this is what I found, you know, the Psalms of David. He became very close to the Lord in the difficult times. A lot of these Psalms are written by David. And they're really beautiful. And so that reminds me, I was going out and I didn't have any uh, jacket with me and I just thought I'm just going to pop out. And I thought, well, I don't have space for a Bible. And I try and go everywhere with a Bible, you know, because it protects you. And so anyway, I thought, well, I had some scripture, which I'd printed. I thought, right, I'm going to put some sellotape on one side, on the side that the scripture's written, and then um, I'm going to cut it so, you know, it's neat, and then I'm going to put it in my my bra and carry it around with me. And, you know, it really, I could feel the presence of the Lord with me because I was wearing the word. (laughs) So um, this is another thing. Um, having the word with you, having scripture all over your house, putting gospel music on all of these things help you. TBN, if you're in England, great channel. Um, and you know, you've got the gospel being spoken then as well in your home. The other thing you can do is get the audio Bible on your phone. I strongly recommend you do this. And you want the dramatized one, like I've just played you. Um, There's a, on iPhone, there's a blue audio Bible, and it's fantastic. I think it's English too, and it gives you all of it dramatized. And it's so wonderful because you hear the different voices. And when I was studying the Bible, I came across this. And, uh, well, I have to say, when I was studying, uh, I would read all about it, and then I'd uh, quite often in the bath, actually, I like to listen to the Bible um, and while I'm having a little splish-splash, you know. And, uh, and I'll put some music on in the background, and then I'll have my phone, uh, and I put my phone in a cup so that the speaker's louder. You might want to try that. And then I press play, and I just sit there while I bath, and i listen to it because the the word is then read and heard and it goes in better for some reason for me anyway um and this works really really well so you might want to try that also because i found that my phone speaker doesn't go loud enough so i put it in a big cup a big mug i've actually got some plastic tubs which are from you know lotions and things and uh, and I use those because they're just the right size but also did you know your phone is taking a photograph of you every three seconds so what I did is I didn't have any stickers so what I did was I cut out a tiny piece of paper and got some sellotape and I put a, a little tiny sticker over my camera and then my back camera I got a piece of paper and I put sellotape on one side and sellotape on the other side, cut it. And then I attached it to the case of the phone so that it's always attached to the case. And my phone lives in a case, you know, one of these clear cases to protect the phone. And so it doesn't take cameras. Also, I've removed all of the facial recognition, ID things on the phone, because did you know that if you get raided by the police, Um, They can't actually get into your phone unless you give them the PIN code. And you don't have to give them the PIN code. But if it's facial recognition or fingerprint, then they will just do it because you can't argue with it. So that's a tip for me. I've noticed... Someone brought it up on one of the YouTube channels I was watching, and I thought, oh, this is so interesting. (laughs) But with regard to what's going to happen, and uh, what shall we do? Because I don't know about you, but I do feel like a sitting duck, and I've never fitted in in this world, Um, ever, Uh, even now. When I found the Lord, uh, I was so excited, and I couldn't really find anyone else who felt the same way. So... (laughs) This is strange for me, but also I said, you know, what am I meant to do? I kind of feel like a sitting duck. And what I've got from the Lord is we won't know what we're meant to do until the day it happens because he's protecting his people. All of God's people are spread all over the world and we're all joined together in the spirit. And fear is from the enemy. That I know. So if you feel anxious, put it to the Lord. But also, hmm, I've had some awful things happen to me, really horrible. And uh, I remember when I shut my office in the town. It was a situation which had unraveled itself and I just didn't know what to do. And the Lord said, put it online. So I put the business online about six months before the whole pandemic thing kicked off. And so I was like, wow, when it all unfolded, I realized, well, I'm already built for this, you know. Um, And obviously God FM was born as well. So I was like, wow, everything is planned by the Lord. I'd had my office, you see, I'd have to be in the office every day, and I'd have to have staff, and I'd have to cover all of those extra overheads, which is about £4,000 a month, and now I can do what I want to do, and at the time, I was walking around crying, thinking I'm such a failure. What am I doing? You know, I I really felt panicked by it. And, uh, but it happened so easily. And within a week or two, I was sitting there writing down, logging all the inquiries and thinking, well, this is better. I've had so much stress, you know, I think I would have had a heart attack or a stroke if I'd continued with this thing, uh, with the business in the town. And so what I'm trying to say to you is the Lord will shut certain doors to open new doors. Because I wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you about the Lord if that had not have happened. <laughs> I would not know the Bible if this had not have happened. Um I knew the Bible, but not as well as I know it now. I've been able to study it, and I thank the Lord for this time and the time that we've had. I think a lot of people have come to the Lord through this whole experience, which, you know, for me is has been an incredible time to get to know the Lord, to get close to the Lord. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is everything that you thought you knew isn't what you thought you knew. Life as you know it is not what you thought it was. The physical world is not what we thought. All of history is fabricated. The only truth we have is the Bible and the Lord. So don't worry about the physical world. And. You know, your normal way of thinking, maybe the Lord's trying to get you to think a different way. What I've realized is we don't need a lot. We just need the Lord. Obviously, we need food. We need accommodation. But I have found that, you know, I'm. I'm not very well off. The Lord provides for me. And he provides very well. And he always makes a way where there is no way. And sometimes, you know, when I'm in a terrible bind, I'll pray to the Lord, and I'll think, oh, there's no way the Lord can fix this. <laughs> well, he does every time. <laughs> every single time. And whatever Satan uses to hurt you, the Lord will turn it round and bless you with it. Really. And so I look at the whole world like this too. You know, with everything that's happening, it is pretty horrendous. The world is so wicked, isn't it? I mean, really, they're really pushing LGBT gayness, Uh, they're openly doing satanic stuff on the TV. And, um, you know, the other night there was two programs one on one channel one on the other channel all about lgbt but there were men dressed as women transvestoid things and i was like "Ugh, it's so gross why are they putting it all over everything it's in your face isn't it and uh, everything we know what we've been taught is a lie But we have to uh, understand that what the Lord showed me is that the truth will always expose the lies, and the other way around as well, the lies always expose the truth. Isn't that interesting? Because a liar, you see, they always forget the lies they tell. (laughs) And it's so interesting that people who are in the darkness, they cannot see because they only speak language of lies. So that's all they can understand because they don't understand the truth because they don't speak the language of truth. And I think this is the new lips that Zephaniah 3 talks about. So I think we're all coming to know the word, which is the Lord. And it's his language of truth because Jesus is the truth, which is an incredible journey. And... uh, what I found is the Lord has shown me that He is the Word, He is the Truth, He is the Life and the Light. And so, with that, I know that all the truth is in the words. And and dissecting words is good fun as well. <laughs> when you look around in the world and you see what's going on, you must realize that like in your everyday trials where Satan comes to try and destroy, the Lord will use it to glorify you and bless you. So this is going to happen to the whole world too. What Satan does to try and destroy this world, the Lord will turn it around and he will bless the world and its people, the remnant, the people who are rescued, and it will be incredible how we have to trust the Lord. I really know with all my heart that the Lord is in control of everything. How do I know this? Well, this is one of the main reasons that I do these sermons. But because what the Lord showed me is that He is the Word and He is the truth, and everything's in the Words. So even down to the street you live, your name, your supermarkets, they're all named after what's going on in the world. Even down to Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, all of them are named according to what they're doing. It's so interesting. I think that uh, they've been dumbing us down with stuff in the water. And we're reaching at a point where we're awakening. And we're all having the veil lifted of darkness that Satan has put over us. And the, the Bible is exactly as the, uh, the Lord intended it to be today. I believe it with all my heart. I believe the Bible is the only truth I have left, because everything else is a lie. When you know about the resets, and the orphan trains, and the incubator fares, and how children were sold and treated like slaves. We only got second names in the late 1800s. Then you start to understand that things are not what you thought. I don't think Jesus died 2000 years ago. And um, I also know that these people who are in fake Israel, fake, fake Jerusalem, are not the true Jews. The true Jews are spread all over the world. They don't even know who they are. It's so beautiful. So when the Lord says that He will grab the remnant from all over the world and He will restore our fortunes before our very eyes,
2: He
0: will.
1: He will. And it's an honor to be alive in these times. What I've done is I've tried to um, have a a, a bit of a rethink. I found it quite depressing, yes, in the past. And sometimes I still get depressed about it. The people won't wake up. (laughs) So I go on different study missions that the Lord gives me. You know i had to pray with the lord and i said i'm just feeling a bit down and depressed and then the lord sent me on this huge adventure about the names of the books of the bible and what they mean and how it all connects with the revelation and the names of the people the names of the churches the names of the places and all of it and so that's helped me and Hmm. I, uh, I don't I don't think I'm uh, even like even tiny bit like I was before. I've changed so much I hardly recognize myself. With this changeover when you become a new creature and you are reborn in Christ, I think it's a set of processes and tests and it's like getting your L plates what you find out, if you don't like the things that you used to like, hmm. God changes you. So interesting. And he also changes who you want to hang around with. But also, <coughs> if you're rejected by people, rejection is protection from the Lord. So I found. So for me, it's been just me and God. Because also, if I had other people around, they would be a distraction. So if you do feel isolated and alone, and that you've got no one, you haven't. You haven't got no one. You've got me. You've got the Lord. And we all love one one another. I love you. The Lord loves you. We are all together together. Sometimes we are called independently to be on our own, to be the light to others. But also you can't really work on yourself if you've got dozens of people around you. The way I describe it is, if you imagine that you were at a party, and the Lord was the centre of the party, but you had the music on so loud and you were talking to all these other people, eventually the Lord will get rid of everyone and turn off the music so that all you can hear is him. The other thing I found with the Lord is he is a jealous God. He's protective. (laughs) And, And so he doesn't like it if I put my trust in man. So I found. So I go to the Lord about everything. Before I used to ring all my friends. I've got a problem. I don't know what to do. But now, I just talk to God about it and go, I don't know what to do. (laughs) The Lord helps me. And what this means also is I don't discuss it very much with others. So the enemy can't be overhearing what I'm going through. The other thing I've found is a beneficial thing is when people ask you, how are you, and you're having a tough time, just say, yeah, I'm great, thanks because the enemy loves it when you're down. And if you are under attack, you know, if you're gang stalked or a targeted individual or anything of that nature, don't acknowledge the enemy. Don't give it any attention. And the same with a bully or anyone who's trying to undermine you, make fun of you, pick on you, make you look stupid. Just don't react and don't re- react or respond. Um, and that way, the Lord will do His work in you. You can pray while while they're saying this. You can say, Lord, I, I need to know what to say here. Can you help me? And, and the Lord will give you the words. He will. He's done it with me. I once had a, a guy in the office and... He claimed to know about some portal gates or something that take you to heaven and all this nonsense. I think it was a bit crazy, but he was very intelligent. Um, And at that time, I did not know my Bible very well. And he was saying, you know, secret entrance to heaven sort of thing. And so I heard inside, I heard this sort of monotone voice to give him a response. And the voice said, John three three. And I said, well, I don't agree with that because John 3, three says differently. And I didn't really know what it meant. And then I consulted my Bible after it departed. And it said that you have to be reborn um, through Jesus. Born again. And uh, and I was like, okay. But it was an, a, an incredible response um, to get something like this. And I've had other things like that. Sometimes the Lord's trying to talk to you and you can't hear Him. So put your radio on see if you get anything from the music you know if you want to hear from the Lord, I strongly recommend one of those little boxes, it's got some scripture messages inside it um, I'm not sure what they call them but they've got little bits of Bible scripture rolled up into little round circles, all stacked up in, a, in the little box and then you get tweezers and you pull out the different gospel messages that's really helped me and sometimes if I'm struggling, I'll get those out. Or I'll open my Bible and ask the Lord to show me something. Uh, sometimes the Lord's trying to get my attention as well. <clears throat> um, and he'll keep putting things in my mind. Um, so it's all about praying <clears throat> for, for wisdom and for understanding because the battle that we're fighting is a spiritual battle and the other thing you'll find is that people who you know knew you before you were reborn will come and drag up the past Mm -hmm. so you must try not to get involved in the past because you're on a race and you don't want to look backwards and you don't want to compare yourself with others because that is not good. Yeah. Um, learn to love who you are, because the Lord loves you as you are. You are really beautiful and special, and the Lord has made you exactly as He intended to make you. Warts and all. And also I found that a lot of these Christians say to me, "Oh, you know, they gave me the impression that I wasn't good enough. Hmm. Wow, the Lord told me I want you warts and all, and He's fixed me. I couldn't fix myself. That's why He came for the sinner. Hates the sin, but loves the sinner. This means through Jesus dying on the cross, you can have this one-to-one relationship with Jesus, and He does the work through His Holy Spirit inside you to change you. But you've got to surrender it all. You've got to go, okay, yeah, I've got these problems and I've got unforgiveness and, you know, the bit of hatred and you've got to take it all. Write a list. Hand it to him. Say, I've got these problems. Because they are portals, they are doorways for the darkness to enter you. Yes. They are. And then once the darkness is inside you, it can take over. Because you can't fight darkness with With darkness, you have to have full light. So, hand it all to Jesus. Ask him to deal with everything. And the Lord will change who you are. Once you've given him control of your ship. You can't steer the ship once you've given him control either. So everything you do in life, you have to come to him. Go, what should I do here? It's a problem, isn't it?
0: Hmm.
1: Or this is good, but I need to be mindful, it's not a trap. Sometimes Satan will send in traps. Mm-hmm. People who masquerade as people who are going to help you financially, from the pit sometimes, as uh, I discovered with um, certain situations. So, sometimes, like my dad always used to say, Confucius, he said, for right answer, ask right question. But he also always said, if it looks too good to be true, then it probably is too good to be true. Mm. And never count your eggs before they hatch. So, for me, I try not to celebrate some big event before it's happened. Um, I wait until it's happened. So with the culmination of everything unfolding, with the revelation, the word, the will of the Father, as in Jesus dying on the cross is fulfilling the sentence of the will in the New Testament, so we can all claim our deeds to our inheritance, this all has to happen. The harvest is going on at the moment. The Lord is deciding who are his children. So be his children be a part of Christ as much as possible hand it all to him because it's not us that can do this only the spirit inside us and I really think that the spirit is being poured out big time um I reckon that this whole thing is going to glorify the lord in a way that we cannot imagine i don't think the physical world will be around for long i think it will roll up roll up like a scroll because the spiritual realm has taken such a hold um because our spirit that the lord has poured on us is there and You've also got the negative spirits of the revelation, all of the negative things coming out. And then you've got the physical world. And it's a bit like mixing oil with water, it doesn't work. So I think the more this goes on, the more you'll see the amazing things in the sky. We are already seeing some strange things Uh, which we can't explain. Uh, And no matter what your attack is, that if someone's attacking you, the Bible will protect you. (coughs) Because everything is a spiritual war. It really is. So the way I describe it is there's two teams of people The people who follow the Lord and the people who don't. The people who don't follow the Lord, they can be occupied by demons. The people who follow the Lord can be occupied by the Holy Spirit. But the people who follow the Lord, if they have not got rid of all the unforgiveness, then they will have a bit of darkness. So they're not strong enough to fight the dark forces. But also what it means is If you come under attack, the demonic realm is like a hive mind and they have latest updates on what you've been doing and they know all your insecurities. And they often say the same stuff that makes you feel upset. They know exactly what to say because it's Satan. You know, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and they were saying, oh, we're children of Abraham, Jesus said, no, you're not. You children of the snake. Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And so do his comrades. So you've got to be careful. And what I've found is actually the only person I trust is the Lord. It has come down to that. I've got a lot of hello, friends. I have. Um, But I've learned that I don't, I don't really relish the thought of companions on earth. I prefer the companionship of the Lord. But this has been a funny old journey. And and the reason I've, I think I've come to this conclusion is that I can trust in the Lord. And sometimes people can be dangerous too. Um, But I do think we all need to get along, and we need to pray for one another. We know that Paul and Peter had a big fallout in the Bible. Um, Peter went and followed the Jews and decided to follow their customs again, going back to the old priestly system, the Judaizers. And later, Peter acknowledges Paul. So we know that the scraps happened in the Bible just like it will happen here. Um, So, yeah, I think it's just an incredible journey. I think everything's going to unfold exactly as the Lord intends it to do. And remember that there is a purpose for you. You are being called by the Lord. You want to make sure that you're chosen and ready. And nothing else matters but Him. That's what I think. I don't know if this will help you, and the Lord loves you very much, and He's with you all the time. I am going to the shop, and the Lord is called I am, so He is with me. doesn't mean I am God. God is with me, and the devil is dead because he has lived backwards. He also eats the soil, which is so ill, so illnesses are related, I believe to sin. Because sin leads to death, which is so ill. Satan eats the soil. So I believe all illnesses and things like this, you can be healed by prayer through Jesus Christ as well. We've relied too much on the doctors who are basically scientists who work for Baal. Not not intentionally, all of them, but it's a system. It's the Babylon system, because we're in exile. And these guys worship different gods. It reminds me, all of Christmas is Babylonian. And when they sing Noel, they're singing no God. Stop doing pagan stuff. You don't want to be yoked with, The idolatry is bad. Um, And it doesn't matter what label you give it, because if you're giving glory to Santa, who is Satan, for the presents you give your children, then you're partaking in the feasts of Satan and the celebrations of Satan. Um, So have a good old think about what you're doing. There isn't much time left to get it right. Yeah, Um, And if you keep telling your children that Santa's real, they're not going to believe in Jesus. Santa comes down the chimney like a burglar. If you knew when the burglar was coming, you would have been up and awake. So be alert and be awake. Stay awake. That's what the Lord says. (laughs) So I think that pretty much brings me to a close on this. I think Joel 3 is my favorite section of, of this Bible study today. Um, but I think it all is so applicable to us today. So let's close with a sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you are the Son of God. I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I know that i am a sinner and i beg forgiveness for my sins i wish to follow you i cast out all the demons hexes curses witchcraft satan and his cronies in the name of jesus christ and if my family have followed pagans witchcraft satanisms the masons freemasons any pagan festivals tarot readers or ouija boards or anything of this nature please Remove any generational curses and break those chains now in the name of Jesus Christ. We repent and we ask your forgiveness for our families that you will please remove those curses for us and our families past, present and future. As we are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and washed clean in the name of Jesus, ask for wisdom and understanding to navigate this world, peace and joy and happiness so I can do this and be pleasing in your eyes that I may shine the light of Jesus to others, that they also will come to know the truth and Jesus Christ and be saved. May all the demons flee and be petrified when they see my light wherever I go. Now I may be a beacon of hope for others and help you and help those that need the help. I know that you are in control lord of everything i pray that i'll be pleasing to you in everything i do i surrender everything to you father i know it's not my will but your will and your word i pray that i won't do anything embarrassing and that if there's any areas you need to sharpen within me that you will do it so that i will be ready on your day of arrival that I may face you and that you will pleased with me. I pray this now in the name of Jesus as I pray for sufficient funds to cover my bills, my accommodation, food and everything else. You know what I need Lord before I ask and that you will provide a way where there is no way Please protect my family and my children. Put your hedge of angels around us wherever we go. And let the demons be petrified. Please expose all the liars and all the deceit of people. Show me who the enemies are. Expose them. And embarrass them and scatter them. And bring those people who truly are the same to me in the name of Jesus, that they may also join forces, that we may all share the love of Christ together and build the body of Christ. I pray this now. I thank you, Jesus, for everything. I am washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus mighty name. This is Aisha from God FM. Have an amazing evening. Take care. Bye.